This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It in friends in the morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Sid Rosenberg. Sid's the morning host of, I think, the most popular morning show in the nation at WABC. I'm honored to be a contributor uh, every Monday with Sid. You know, Bannon loves Fleetwood Mac. I mean, I guess he does. I don't know. But he did say that. I didn't write that for Steve when I was on his great show, The War Room, last Thursday. Man, did I love that experience. Steve Bannon does a tremendous podcast every week. I was on right after Tommy Tuberville, the great football coach from Auburn turned Alabama politician. He did say with the, um, well, I'll just paraphrase it, the best damn effing talk show host in the country. Here he is, my friend Steve Bannon. Steve, good morning, buddy. How are you? morning said uh doing great that was a lot of fun last thursday of uh, being on your show so i want to kind of turn the tables on you you asked me i was live in jerusalem about biden and uh you know his um the way he's treated israel during this war and you know of course i gave you a long answer i'll make it much shorter now he's no friend of israel bottom line but let me ask you the same question what do you think about the way biden and this administration have handled the israel hamas war I think it's been atrocious. I don't think they've had their back from the beginning. I think they sent every signal. Look, I'm not I'm an anti advocate of a two state solution. They've been pushing that from the beginning. I don't think they've given um, Israel any real support. I think they've given a lot of lip service. Um, I also am quite concerned about the intelligence gathering and what Israel was uh, knew before the attack, you know, took place. Hamas clearly. This was a multi-paramilitary assault over a wide geographic area, planned for years, organized for years, financed for years. American intelligence, along with Egyptian and Saudi intelligence, all worked together. I, I'm shocked that that either wasn't shared or you know, somehow misinterpreted. So as, there's so many questions. I don't think Biden, and particularly Biden's regime, is any friend of uh, Israel's. And I don't think, quite frankly, they're a friend of the United States. I think they're globalists, and I think they act like they're globalists. And I think this is all coming to a head right now on this border bill, uh, this continuing war in the Middle East that's expanding, and he's going about it in, in kind of dribs and drabs without really thinking this thing through. So I think we're in a geopolitical and American sovereignty mess, and quite frankly, the sovereignty of Israel. You know, when I look at the characters in this administration, starting with Biden, who's a mess, 
Uh, he may be suffering from dementia, but uh, I always say that's that's the part about him I like. It's the corrupt, evil part of Biden that really bothers me. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you look at Blinken, who just arrived in the Middle East again this morning, talking about getting the hostages out. And then you look at, um, you know, uh, Kirby and even some of these military guys, Steve, from Austin, who disappeared. He was sick for like a week and a half. Millie, the job they did in Afghanistan, which was absolutely dis- just gross, disgusting. I mean, do you remember in your lifetime, you're about the smartest guy I know, in your lifetime, a bigger bunch of clowns in any administration? It's disorganized, uh, and it's disorganized on its strategy, but particularly on the execution of that strategy. This is why I've been adamant, Sid, about the House has to force Biden to come to the House and under the War Powers Act and actually explain what, what are we doing? What is the plan? What's the plan in Ukraine uh, what is the plan in the Middle East? What's the plan to support our ally Israel uh, instead of just making these dollar requests that just we're just throwing money into a pit? We have to have a plan. Uh, and I don't think you're seeing that. And so I think from the execution part of it, it's atrocious. But even from the strategy part and listen, he, he can't be more obvious that he doesn't like BB. He doesn't I mean the profanity and and in language that's been leaked, and that's leaked by the Biden White House about what they think of President Trump and what they think of Bibi, the coarse language, unbecoming any any president, and that shows you why he's not a president, he's illegitimate, uh, is disgusting. And and to me, the American Jewish community ought to wake up to the fact that these guys are not going to have the back of Israel in the Middle East, and, and they're not really doing anything to protect the Jewish community here in the United States from a Jewish kid couldn't walk through Times Square right now without being torn apart. And I think this is an issue that needs to be addressed by the American Jewish community. You know, Iran, of course, is the country behind all these evil doings. And and this administration, you look at Biden, he was Barack Obama's VP when they sat there together with John Kerry and did that Iran deal. And then he won, uh, I guess, and uh, he called Kerry right back in to do it again. You know, and we know how they've loosened restrictions. We know the $6 billion. I mean, Biden in his two administrations has done everything he can to befriend Iran, who wants no part of being America's friend and less of Israel's friend. And I saw our friend Steve, Donald Trump, with Maria on yesterday, saying that he is just about sure that Iran will have a nuclear weapon in less than 60 days. Is that right? I think it could be pretty close. I mean, the the, the Kerry and this Biden uh, apparatchiks have always uh, inclined to Persia, which is a mortal enemy, not just our ally Israel, but also to the other allies we have in the, the Gulf Emirates. This is why President Trump and his administration in 17, the first stop he made, he went to Riyadh first, Jerusalem second, and Rome third to make the case of what had to be done to step up against uh, the Persians. And all the Biden regime has done is uh, play patty cake with them. And you see the response. That's why it's either the Red Sea, where the Houthis are nothing. you got the Iranian, uh, you know, Revolutionary Guard down there in the southern tip of uh, Saudi Arabia blocking entrance to the Suez Canal to, to all flagships that are not CCP or KGB. Uh, and, and they're, and they're <clears throat> clearly, uh, I think, starting a war on the uh, northern, uh, the northern uh, border of Israel with the with the Persian militias they've got in uh, in Lebanon, and the Biden still hasn't come forward and made the case of exactly what we're trying to do here, what we're accomplishing. I think central to that is backing Israel, uh, and I think it's very half-hearted. And the leaks that come out from this administration couldn't be more harmful 
forget the politics of Israel right now, which I understand is quite divided, but they're at war. I mean, war inside their own borders. And it's only going to get worse in Judea, Samaria. It's only going to get worse in the northern border as they try to take care of this problem in Gaza. And all, the, all of Gaza they get is the pressure on the hostages, pressure on ceasefires, and nothing having their back to get the job done as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I knew how smart you were, Steve, when I talked to you. I was in Jerusalem, and the night before, the night before, I went to a barbecue for a bunch of soldiers who had just returned home from Jenin, which happens to be in Judea and Samaria. Uh, 200 soldiers, and if you see this video, they hugged me to a man. Every one of them hugged me and kissed me like I was a long-lost relative. They had just spent four months fighting there, not in Gaza, not in the north, but in Judea and Samaria. And, and people said to me, what do you think the biggest misconception is? And I said, that there's only a war in the south. The whole country's on fire, and you yeah. nailed it. You nailed it right there, Steve Bannon. No, the whole the, the issue is war, and their backs to the sea. They're being hit at, in, in every different element with, with, uh, with quite frankly, Turkey, Persia, um, you know, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, the, the guys out of Qatar are the most evil guys in the world financing uh, the Muslim Brotherhood's operation in Hamas. They're at war. And that's why what Biden's doing by leaking all this information, how what they really think of Bibi, you couldn't do it at a worse time. You don't see him doing that with Zelensky, right? Zelensky's here having a, basically a military coup. Because the military can't stand him anymore and won't let him uh, destroy the country anymore. Nothing about that. But every day you get other leaks about BB, other leaks about how they don't agree with the strategy. And quite frankly, they're going to try to force a two-state solution in the middle of this, which is not a solution uh, to Israel's issues. No. The Biden's going to make a big deal about a political situation when you still have a war you have to fight and a war you have to win. If the Israelis don't win this war. Israel won't exist as a country, as an independent nation in 20 years. Agreed. Maybe less. And uh, I can tell you this, and now I know from experience because I went. I'm so glad I went. Nobody, Steve Bannon, nobody in Israel wants a two-state solution. Let's take a short break. When we get back, Steve mentioned it, this border deal. What a nightmare this is. Looks more like amnesty. I think Johnson's right about that. And because of the border situation, how close are we to a terrorist attack right here in the United States? Trump says... 100%. More with the great Steve Bannon right after this. In the morning, 77 WABC. 
Still here to do some more with uh, the great Steve Bannon. So I don't need uh, Steve James Lankford out of Oklahoma to tell me that this $118 billion bipartisan Senate bill is a good one to know it's bad because I actually saw Chuck Schumer and Al Sharpton, there's a real Mensa meeting, sitting together moments ago out of the corner of my eye on MSNBC telling me this is a great deal. But the House Republicans, Johnson included, they are pushing back, basically calling this an amnesty bill. So you've been pretty critical, Steve, on this show about Johnson the last couple of weeks. But something tells me you're with him 100% on this one, yes? 100%. But even before he gets to the House, I realize Speaker Johnson, uh, Stefanik, Scalise, Emmer, so the top four leaderships of the House have all adamantly come out. Scalise, who runs the floor, said this will never come to the floor. We have a bigger fight, though. We have to kill this in the Senate. This is a disgrace. This is a codification of the invasion of our country. That's This is worse than open borders. This is a codification. This is putting into law the, the uh, end of American sovereignty. This is essentially saying 10 to 12 million illegal alien invaders came in on this illegitimate regime's watch, and they're going to stay here, and they're going to get work permits, and they're never going to leave. This thing is, is a disgrace, and folks in Oklahoma, which is a state that is synonymous with patriotism and sovereignty of this country, should be ashamed and humiliated that in their name, Langford negotiated this for four or five months. Look, Marco Rubio has been one of the biggest pushers for some sort of immigration bill. He was the leader of the Gang of Eight, you remember, said a couple of years ago. Yes. Marco Rubio came out in the first hour and said this bill is a parody of what a border security bill would be. So when you have voices like Marco Rubio, her leading the charge in the Senate to basically kill this bill from even and, – and, and even senators who might be uh, who might be worked on this thing are saying, we can't vote on this in 48 hours. This bill is so complicated, we should take weeks, if not months, to go through it. This is trying to be jammed through by McConnell and Schumer and Biden. Uh, here, a very quick, a very quickly, it's not going to happen. It's, I think it's going to be dead in the Senate. I'm not so sure they're going to get votes because I think they're going to be outraged. And I got to tell you, anybody that votes for this will not be reelected to the Senate, quite frankly. And I think you're seeing the end of McConnell's reign. I think after this happens, I think he will. I think there'll be big movements to remove him as the uh, as uh, the uh, minority leader uh, because this has been a debacle. They've done four or five months. They lied, by the way, when they were outed on War Room by Rosemary Jinks, who got a leak to her about what all the details were of this bill. We had it out there three weeks ago. Everybody picked up on it. Langford and these guys came out and said these were Internet rumors. This was all lies. And it's been proven since it was released last night that it's absolutely 100 percent true, everything that was said. So this bill is, I think, dead on the water, and I think it's dead right now in the Senate. The House has already said they're not going to pick it up. So remember, you got Mayorkas impeachment vote that's got to happen. They're only going to work till Wednesday. You know that this 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 is another short week. Yep. The Democrats have got to go on Wednesday. So we're going to they're going to move to impeach Mayorkas. They're going to move to censure uh, Omar, you know, for her uh, for her support of Somalia over the United States. Uh, they've got a lot to do this week. This is going to be a firestorm. And your listeners who like politics and power i got to tell you, this is going to be the week. Yeah, the Mayorkas uh, deal is today. You're right. I believe Omar is tomorrow. You know, Steve, um, I'm not as smart as you. And people come to me and they go, explain this to me, Sid. I live in New York, and, you know, I saw that tape of these illegals beating up cops in Times Square. And I'm aware that they've done stuff in Brooklyn at King's Plaza. And 
you know, they're getting pretty uh, rowdy here. They were never very appreciative when they got here. They complained about the food and the stay, believe it or not. But now they're getting violent, you know. So we're seeing all this, and, and yet the mayor, Eric Adams, now he wants to go out and get these people credit cards, and he's still making excuses. All over the country, we're seeing all kinds of examples of violence out of these people. Why wouldn't uh, Why wouldn't somebody try to stop this in the government? And then this bill is introduced where, once again, they're going out of their way to appease these people. You got you got to explain this whole thing to me. I'm confused, Steve Bannon. Because they want they they, they want a more compliant they want a more compliant uh, citizenry. That they 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 look to replace not whites. This is to replace African Americans and Hispanic citizens. They want to drive down the cost of labor. Remember, part of this provision of this bill is to give these people work permits. Because Eric Adams is saying, hey, the solution here is to give all these illegal invaders. Alien invaders work for him. And, 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 and by the way, the governor, the governor, Kathy Hochul, has said the same thing. And the tractors say, why would you do that? First of all, uh, you would, um, and at the very least, you would give incentive to more people to come, which we don't want to do. And you're taking jobs away from Americans. Are both of those true? The, the, the working class, uh, African-American and Hispanic working class is being crushed. Sixty percent of our fellow countrymen live paycheck to paycheck. And they gap that with a credit card. That's a 30% APR. They're barely hanging on. Uh, I think it's 28% of the people in our country, 28% of our citizens have zero money in the bank. I think another 22 have less than $1,000. So almost 50% of people in this country have under $1,000 in, in the bank, and they're living paycheck to paycheck. This is not what the founders envisioned. And what they're doing is flooding the zone. This is not with a couple of hundred thousand. Remember, Biden and them even admit they've let in $8 million. The, the Center for Immigration Studies says close to the 10, it'll be 12 million by the time President Trump returns, 12 million. They're allowing in, uh, you know, they were over December allowing a combat division a day, 10,000 people a day. That's a combat division. There are more people led in this country illegally in the month of January than Patton fought with in Europe in World War II. The Third Army only had 300,000 men. I think they led in 320,000. The scale of this is unprecedented. And by this is not chaos on the border. This is a detailed plan executed by Biden and Mayorkas. That's what Mayorkas is going to be impeached. They're putting a bill up that essentially makes Mayorkas in Homeland Security an emperor, if you read the details of the bill. He's the guy that executes everything in their bill. He's being impeached at the same time for failing to enforce the laws we have on the books. People should understand your audience. We don't need another new law right now, even H.R. 2. We have more than enough authority to shut this down immediately. And I think, Sid, you're going to see on March 2nd, March 1st, we're going to shut down the government over. I don't think Johnson's going to give another CR. I think he realizes now with this bill how in, how in your face this bill was as far as being an invasion authorization bill, because that's what it is, an invasion authorization. I think he's going to fight now, and I think you'll see the government shut down. As I've said, the leverage we got is to shut down the government until Biden shuts the border. Shut the border or shut down the government, and it's going to come on March 1st. Well, they, you know, people have told me that if we do that, because Trump has said the same thing, Steve, obviously you guys are in agreement, you guys are most of the time, that's why I love both of you, that if we do that and shut down the border, that in short term, that would be colossal, disastrous, in terms of jobs, in terms of security, uh, everything we count on on a daily basis basically goes away. Others have said, well, it ain't going to be all that bad, but it is, you're better off uh, dealing with that in the short term than the long term. What is the truth about a government shutdown? How come a shutdown right now is only about 15 to 20 percent? It's none of the basic things of, of security, defense, all that. It's about, it's about 15 to 20 percent of the bureaucracy. And it has to happen. It has to happen. 
we, we don't have a choice. We have to use our leverage right now to force the Biden regime to shut down the border. Otherwise, you're going to get more happy talk like this bill. You're going to continue on this year and add another two or three million illegal alien invaders because Biden's not shutting down the border. It, 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 no African-American or Hispanic citizen of the United States should vote for these Democrats. They are just read the bill. Don't take it from Steve Bannon. They are out to crush you economically. They want to flood the zone with another 10 to 15 million low skilled workers to put pressure on wages at the lowest end to drive them down. In addition, have this massive amount of spending on social services. They're giving they're treating them better than American citizens, giving them cash. Look what Eric Adams. New York City is going to go into bankruptcy. Your healthcare system is going to collapse. Your education system is already going to collapse. All your social services are going to collapse for American citizens, African Americans and Hispanics that live in New York City because they're kowtowing to illegal alien invaders that have attitude. They don't put the, the, that'll beat up the cops. That'll sit there in the streets and give people a hard time. That live in filth. That destroying all these hotels. Look at the evidence in front of your eyes. That's the future of America, and that's the future of American big cities. Unless this is stopped today, the only way to do it is forget all these bills, force Biden's hand, say, "Look, dude, you either shut that border down 100 percent, or we're shutting down this government. We're not going to give you another penny." That's the leverage. I think it happens March first. Wow. In the final 60 to 90 seconds with all you just mentioned, which is a lot. I mean, really great stuff, Steve. We didn't even talk about the possibility of a terrorist attack here because of some of these people that we've allowed in, above and beyond these illegals that are screwing up hotels and and getting all this uh, money and possibly credit cards and the rest of them. The real possibility of a terrorist attack, when Maria Bartiromo asked Donald Trump about that yesterday, here's what Trump had to say. I believe we're going to have a terrorist attack. 100 percent. 100 percent. You know, during my term, I had no terrorist attacks. You know that, right? So there'll be saboteurs? I had, I had, what are they? I had all sorts of bans on people from certain countries. I had bans all over the place. We had no attack. I had nothing. 100 percent. Is that President Trump exaggerating or do you buy into no, that? He's, he's, President Trump is 100 percent correct. And remember, all those restrictions, we had none of this on President Trump's watch. And the Supreme Court backed up 100 percent everything President Trump did. This is why President Trump's going to win in a landslide, no matter how much they try to steal it. The nation's basic sovereignty and the sovereignty of her citizens, particularly those citizens lower down the economic chain, is under enormous pressure now. We have to stand up for our fellow Americans. and We do that by standing up to the Biden regime right now, shutting down this government. And he's, President Trump's correct. Two-thirds of the people who come across are fighting-age men. You've seen it in New York City. Just look at your, with your own eyes and see what's happened. That's going to happen in the United States. You're definitely going to have terrorist attacks here. Oh, my God. Steve, you're, uh, you're incredible. You really are. God, I love you. Thank you for doing this. And, and I say it all the time, man. The new year started with you coming on every Monday morning, and that has made my show exponentially better. So thank you so much. You're great. I appreciate it, buddy. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Steve. Can't wait to get you back on our War Room. I can't wait to come back on. That was an awesome, awesome time. War Room with Steve Bannon, folks. you got to check that out. That is a great podcast. He's got amazing guests, and he breaks it down like he did just here. My friend, the great Steve Bannon.